Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Trucking 101, surviving your first year with host Melissa Grimm. We'll talk about safety, managing your money, and real life out on the road. Our group has over 100 years of combined real-world driving experience. You've got questions, we've got answers. Hello, and welcome to Trucking 101, surviving your first year. The show that will not only help you survive, but thrive in your first year. Our mission is to find and pass along knowledge to new drivers that will make them the safest drivers on the road and provide a firm stepping stone into a successful career. Our show is not just for new drivers. It is also an outlet for experienced drivers to share their knowledge. If you have a question, a comment, a topic, press one and we'll get you on the show. We can talk about safety, managing your financing, finances, living on the truck, hours of service, compliance, or anything else that you want to talk about. I'm going to go ahead and bring on my co-host, Russ Morgan. Hey, Russ, how's it going? Sounds like uh, you had the truck tour apart there. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got caught. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, still funky. Uh, yeah, <laughs> had the truck tour apart. Uh, took the... Uh, had to put a new set of batteries on there and still trying to figure out what the heck is wrong with my APU. Uh, when you called and said, oh, yeah, you know what, we got a show to do. And I was like, oh, well, maybe I ought to put the truck back together. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah so, I, uh, yeah. yeah, well, anyway, I did, I got it thrown back together and, uh, well, here I am. I guess I will finish, uh, with my wiring tracing here in a little bit, about an hour. <laughs> yep. So tonight we are talking low-tech versus high-tech. Uh, we're going to basically be going over all the technology that is available to truck drivers today that uh, make our lives easier out on the road. And uh, we'll also educate uh, anybody that doesn't know how it used to be so they know how easy we got it now. Um one of the big things is uh, Atlas, a map, versus your GPS or some other form of navigation like Google. Most everybody now, nowadays has some kind of an electronic satellite GPS navigation, and that's what most people use. And that's great. A lot of it is very accurate, and it works fantastic. Most of the time, you'll never even have to look at your map. But you still need to know how to read your atlas um, because it, it's rare. It might, it might never happen, but there is a possibility of it happen, happening where you get into a situation where you don't have a signal or your battery dies or just something really crazy where you're going to need to know where to go and you're not going to have Google or your GPS. So you need to know how to read a map. Um, I'm going to be doing a video here pretty soon about map reading, and I'll put it up on the uh, Facebook page. So in case anybody that doesn't know how, it'll be a quick tutorial. It's hard to describe over the air. It'd be easier to make a video. But um, basically what you need to know when it comes to driving a truck and looking at an atlas is when Ram McNally, the truck routes are highlighted. And number two, in the front of the Ram McNally Atlas, you will find by state, low clearances, and restricted routes. And uh, that's really quick what you need to know when it comes to reading an atlas, unless Russ has anything else he wants to add that I might have forgotten about. What's an atlas? <laughs> What's an atlas? Uh, I'm, actually sitting, I'm actually sitting here holding mine. Uh, yeah, okay. well, yeah, with, with the low clear, with the low clearances and restricted routes and stuff like that. Those are kind of they have a red tab on them, kind of close to the top. But yeah, all right, I'm gonna tell them myself. Um, I haven't opened this thing in a while. Uh, matter of fact, I have a 2014 <laughs> Atlas. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Well, you know, I mean, I don't even have to turn my GPS on most of the time, um, you know, just because I do a lot of the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, years ago, you know, man, it was all about, you know, all right, let's open this map. Let's figure out where the heck we're going and what's the best route and figure out mileages and and uh, what have you. Yeah, it's uh, it's really changed. And then, well, you know, and then a lot of times we had to call the customer to get directions. Mm-hmm. Um or, um, you know, some of the bigger companies uh, had directions uh, they would send you along with, uh, you know, your work assignments. Um, you know, with the old, low, low call comms, you know, you would get that stuff, uh, you know, turn right, turn left directions. But, yeah, I mean, I remember having to call customers and saying, okay, how do I get here from, you know, I'm coming up from here. You know, and now with, uh, especially with these truck-friendly GPSs, you know, it's um, – you know, pretty much non-existent having to do that anymore. Um, you know, as a matter of fact, I, I run enough to the same customers. I don't even have to, you know, use the GPS. You know, I may use it to know how far I still got to go or something. But um, yep. yeah, it's amazing, how, how, you know, how far we've come. But, you know, I, I, you know, I'll sit here flipping back through this atlas real quick, and there is a lot of good information in here as far as, um, you know, state police numbers and, uh, uh, you know, numbers for operating authority and uh, – you know, gives you the, uh, you know, well, of course, it's 511, I think, on most phones. You know, you can call in for the, you know, like state weather and road reports and all that. But, you know, I mean, all that information's in here. So, still nice to have, um, you know, the old school. But, yeah, the technology is awesome now, isn't it? Um, like I said, oh, yeah. I, I haven't pulled this thing out in, uh, in quite some time, other than right now. Right. And like I yeah, said, I've, uh, yeah, look, it's, I haven't, it's not been as long as, as you, but I don't think I've looked at an atlas in almost seven months because that's how long I've been with Schneider and their navigation is just so fantastic. I mean, they have got it right down to a few feet most of the time with their navigation. So yeah, I have not pulled out an atlas or anything like that in like, just about seven months because of that navigation. But anybody working for Schneider, you'll know that they recommend that you write the directions down, at least the final ones, if not all of them, because, you know, your Qualcomm could lose signal or die or something like that. So even you don't have to necessarily get out the Atlas, but you still want to write them down just in case the device does, you know, freeze up or die or something like that. But, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely, and I, you know, I'm, you know, I get thinking about back, you know, back when we did that, and then, uh, I mean, it's and it hasn't been that many years ago that you know that I was actually regularly pulling an atlas out and looking at it, you know, even yep. with a GPS in the truck, I, you know, I was still pulling out an atlas and looking at it. Um, you know, now that a lot of the navigation stuff has just gotten to the point where. You know, I don't need to, or, you know, I've kind of run the areas so much that I, you know, I pretty well know the roads. So, mm-hmm. you know, it wouldn't have to look anyway. So, yeah. But yeah, um, most of this technology that we're going to be talking about can pretty much 100% replace with 100% replace what they were doing before. But I still think it's a good idea to have and know how to read your atlas because for that, you know, most of the time, 99.9% of the time, you're not going to need it. Just for that one time that you might need it, it's a good idea to know what you're looking at. Um, but, yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of technology that is just fantastic. Uh, one of our favorite apps is the Trucker's Path app. I, I use that thing every day. It's fantastic. Yeah, so do I. Um, you know, if I'm looking for, um, if I'm a little out of my element, you know, since I run the same area, I, I usually hit a lot of the same truck stops. But if I get a little bit out of my element or out of my area, you know, um, you know, show me where Walmarts are, or shops, or um, you know, parking spots for the night, and um, you know, I get a report of you know how full the um, the parking lot is. Um, you know, sometimes it's pretty accurate, sometimes it's not. But more often than not, it's pretty accurate as to how full it is. 
because um, mm-hmm. I know, I, you know, I send in reports on it all the time, but, um, and I've only had it wrong uh, once or twice about a truck stop being there and being able to park and stuff like that. And then, of course, I reported that, you know, your information's wrong in here, and and um, I don't know if they've corrected it. I haven't tried to park back in there again. Um, but, um, yeah, that is a absolutely awesome little tool as far as, you know, finding a place to park. Because, uh, you know, it'll show you, I mean, it'll show you everything. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, truck repair, truck stops, um, rest areas, service uh, plazas, right? Um, even a couple of restaurants with parking. Yeah, wait, yeah, way stations. Um, so, yeah, absolutely amazing as far as uh, <clears throat> you know, finding a place to park your truck, work on your truck, or get some food, get some showers, whatever you need to do. Yep, it's got all the info, yep, parking spaces, fuel price, whether or not there's a restaurant, whether or not there's showers, laundry, all that. It's got all that information. It's fantastic. So um, yep. the app is Trucker's Path, P-A-T-H. That's the app. So if you don't have it, go look it up in the App Store or the Play Store or whatever you happen to have. It's one of the best apps out there for truckers, I think. Uh, let's see. Another... Another one of my favorite apps, uh, two of them actually, are the Pilot Flying J app and the TA Petra app. Those are two excellent apps as well. Um, the Pilot app, it's got a lot of really cool features. You know, you can book a shower on there. Uh, you can start your fuel pump on there if it works. Um, <laughs> it's new, so they're, they're still trying to work the bugs out. And uh you can check fuel prices, get directions, um, just, yeah, all kinds of stuff. And then the TA Petra app, also pretty cool. You can also book showers on that app. I like the TA Petra app because it actually keeps track of the parking spaces by number. Like, it'll show you how many spaces the particular truck stop has, how many spaces are available, um, like I said, you can book a shower. They have not done the fueling yet, but I'm sure they'll get to it. Um, you can reserve a parking space from the TA Petra app. Pilot and Flying J have, haven't got that going yet. So they're they're both really cool apps. One will do a little different than the other one, but they both do a lot of stuff. Um, they're really great. So if you don't have those, you should most definitely get them. The only truck stop app I don't use a whole lot is Love because I don't really go to Love a whole lot. Um, but I've looked at it and it doesn't really do a whole lot. It's basically just locations and prices. Oh. Um. I, uh, Ross, I did get a tip on the pilot app when it comes to fueling. Somebody told me this the other day. Uh, he said that, you know how sometimes the, the fueling won't work because, what does it say, something about the signal or unable to communicate with the, with the uh, store or something uh, like right. that? Yeah, right. He said, yeah, unable yeah, to communicate with the store. Exactly. He says if you're holding your phone too close to the Qualcomm, it will be, do the failure to communicate. So if you move it away from the Qualcomm, it will work better. I mean, maybe you could try it. Who knows? And then there's something that you do that, for some reason, works more often than not. You uh, put a cash advance right. in there, which seems to work more than not. Yep, exactly. Yeah, you know, I I'll, I'll throw a dollar or sometimes I put a hundred. I may put twenty five, but I I, don't, I just don't go pick it up. Um, right. Which you know then it then it still didn't get charged to me, but. It, if I do the cash advance, it seems to work on that app. But if I don't, uh, I tend to lose communication with the store. So right. Well, another thing to try is trying to hold the phone away from the Qualcomm. He says that seems to solve the problem, so maybe you could try that. Yeah, I can try that. I mean, usually I'm sitting in the driver's seat holding the phone, and it's. I guess I could put it against the driver's window. That's about as easy as that or hold it out the window. <laughs> Get outside right. the truck, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, I, I have tried it, but that's what he said. So, 
But yeah. Yeah, um, uh, but go ahead. I was just going to talk about, you know, like the way it was before. Now, I've been driving for almost 10 years, so I got a little bit of prior knowledge as to what, what it was like before all these apps came out, because these apps are pretty new. Um, but you've got even more knowledge to stuff that was going on before I was out on the road. What I remember before these apps came out, you know, and, you know, when the pilot app doesn't work, you had to, you know, roll up to the pump, raining, snowing, wind, whatever it was, stand there in possibly the freezing cold, which is terrible, sweat the card, wait, you know, go through all the processes with your frozen fingers and everything like that, and uh, and get the pump going. Uh, so that that is one thing that the Pilot Flying J app has over everybody else. So they're the only ones that are doing it so far. Everybody else, you got to stand out in the freezing right. cold and, or the rain or whatever it might happen to be, or the wind, you know, whatever it is, the heat. So, you know, it's, it's really, really convenient when it does work, and I'm sure they'll get all the bugs worked out here eventually. It's just, you know, new technology. So it's not 100% perfect. Yeah. And, um, well, I'm going to say, when I, you know, when I started driving, they even still had pump jockeys. I don't know hmm. if you've run into that in your uh, in, in your career, but do what? In New Jersey. Yeah, well, yeah, in New Jersey, but um, no, they still had them at um, at quite a few places. I think the out real quick, but uh, when I got right. started, but yeah, you know, pull up there and they'd come out to the truck and uh, you know. They'd take down your information. They'd call the card on the inside. You went in, messed around. You'd tell them to fill it up or do whatever. And, I mean, they'd fill it up. They'd, you know, just like the old service station. They'd wash your windshield. They'd check the oil and stuff on your truck and what have you while you went inside and did your business. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yep. I, I used to always get, I used to always give them a tip. Uh, yeah. You know, because they took care of my truck for me. Uh, yep. Yeah, I mean, that was great. Um, matter of fact, I think um, the truck stop at Green River, Last time I was mm-hmm. out there, still does it, and I think there's one in Missouri that still does it. I think uh, is it Hoods? Maybe Hoods in Missouri uh, that okay. still has them. But uh, yeah, they've pretty much gone by the way. So anyway, go ahead. <laughs> no, that's really cool, actually. So that would be one of the things that is probably not as good as the way it was before, you know? Because I would love to have somebody take care of my truck for me, you know, full service while I was going inside to take care of my business. Um, but I guess it's better than what came after that, which is what I just described. You having to do everything yourself. So, yeah. Um, that Pilot Flying J app, even though it's not 100% all the time, it is It is a great system. Um, and then there's the showers, you know. Both of those apps, Pilot Blind J and TA and Petro allow you to book showers um, from their app. So you can just be sitting in your truck, you know, and go through the processes on the app, book your shower, you get your code and you go inside and you get your shower number, you go shower. You don't have to, you know, go inside and possibly wait in line behind somebody doing who knows what at the kiosk. A couple of times I've gone into the TA Petro, tried to use the kiosk to get a shower and, you know, there's a line at the freaking door because the thing wants everybody to update all their information, which wasn't fun. So, I mean, it didn't happen all the time, but every once in a while you get in line behind somebody that was, you know, just doing a crazy amount of stuff on the kiosk and all you wanted to do was take a shower, you know. So the being able to book it from the app is just fantastic. I absolutely love it. I almost never use my uh, card anymore. And just do most everything from the app. Oh, yeah, I do the same thing. Well, you know, I can remember when, uh, uh, you know, you'd fuel up and there was either a coupon on the fuel ticket or or it would be printed on there, you know, uh, that you have a shower or something like that, you know. You'd have to go up there and show them, you know, to get a shower. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was and some of them, the pilot. 
Yeah, and if I remember correctly, I think it was the pilot that had the actual little coupon on. They had some kind of little coupon on their uh, receipts um, at the pilot. I think that's actually mm-hmm. how their little point system started. It seemed like they even had a point thing on their receipt. Yeah. Um, but yes, definitely remember going in and doing that. Uh, you know, and uh, you know, and still paying for showers. Uh, uh, which I still do every now and then. You know, get out and right. not being not being my regular area and be at a mom and pop place and go in there and you know and pay yeah. for a shower. Yeah, the great thing about that uh, is the mom and pop places usually charge you about five bucks for a shower. Right. Yeah, and I've been at some of them that um, have actually had some pretty immaculate bathrooms, <laughs> you know, shower yeah. areas. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember. Becky and I were in one here, I don't know, I guess it's been a little while back, but um, – I think she actually took pictures of the inside of it. Anyway, it was yeah, it, yeah, it was pretty nice. So mm-hmm. yeah, I've been pretty nice ones for sure. Uh oh, on the subject of showering, one thing that's really nice. Anybody that drives the Ohio Turnpike a lot, in case you don't know, the Ohio service plazas have free showers for truckers. You just have to bring in your own shower, which is really nice. And I think is the laundry free or do they charge? I've never looked. I know they have laundry. But oh, laundry I don't know. Yeah, yeah Anyways, I've never looked either. That's free. Yeah. Right. So, that, uh, like, did you say it's free well, or you said you don't know? I don't know. But I know they have it. Oh, okay. That's all I do. Right. So, but yeah, a lot of the times when you're on the turnpike and you're having to stay at service classes in Pennsylvania or Indiana or whatever, you don't have all the options available to you that you do at a truck stop. But in Ohio, you do. They have showers, they have laundry. So, yeah, it's pretty nice staying at a service plaza in Ohio for sure. So, yeah, free showers and um, may or may not be free laundry. I'll have to get back to you on that one. I'll let you know on another show whether or not the laundry is free. Maybe you can, Russ, if you're there before I am. Uh, I'm going, uh, let's see, uh, you know what I think? No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I was going to say I'm going across there tomorrow, but no, I'm not. I'm, no, I came across well, there today. Uh, yeah, part of the day, but yeah, well, I'm not. Uh, I'm sure one of us will be there soon, so we'll, we'll figure it out. Cause I, I just realized, I was like, I know they have laundry. I'm just not sure if they charge. So yeah. Um, I love it. Uh, Showering on the road is a whole lot nicer now than I think it probably used to be. Russ, you would know better than I would. I would. Uh, yeah, the showers have definitely gotten nicer. Um, uh, there for a while, and I, I won't throw them under the bus, but um, there was a truck stop that had gotten pretty nasty with stuff. Uh, bathrooms weren't very clean. Uh, showers weren't very clean, stuff like that. Um, but yes, it has definitely improved. Um, yeah, I've walked into a few showers and turned around and walked out before, uh, going, mm. no, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, but yeah, yeah, you know, it has definitely improved, you know, uh, Pilot Flying J, uh, just, re- you know, basically remodeled all their restrooms here and showers not too long ago, yeah. um, and made them really nice. Um, yep. I haven't I haven't showered in a Petro in I don't know in quite a while. They're 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 so, pretty nice. Um, they remodeled their right. showers too. Uh, it's been longer than Pilot and Flying J, but they're still pretty nice. Uh, I've been to a few pretty decent Petros. I mean, like really nice showers. Like they have what's called a rain shower. It's a huge uh, shower nozzle uh, up in the ceiling that pours down basically what feels like rain on your head. A couple of Petros have rain shower, which is really nice. I've been to Petros that have TVs in the bathrooms. Um, so, yeah, there's uh, there's some really nice showers out there. There's, uh, if you ask, 
um, and you get a nice shower person, you can ask for some of them call it the family shower or the handicap shower. You just have to ask that, find out if they have a bigger shower so you can have more room to spread out if you don't like being cramped because most truck stops do have at least one big shower. So if you want the bigger one, sometimes they'll give it to you. Um, I've been in a few nice big showers, which is nice sometimes. So, yeah, it is definitely good. And, of course, we, you know, working for Schneider, we can shower all the OCs for free, which is awesome. Yeah, and they're usually pretty nice. Oh, yeah. The showers and that at at the operating centers. Yeah, Becky and I, uh, when we were teaming, they had a, uh, we were, I think it was at a TA. They had like a, they had like a husband-wife shower. I mean, it was a shower on each end. You know, it was a shared Mm -hmm. big, huge stall, but, you know, it was a shower on each end. Uh, Yeah, there's uh, uh, I don't know if it's a TA or a Petro, but it's in Kansas off I-70. trying to remember the name of the, but they got the same thing. Can't remember the name of the city. Uh, but, yeah, it, they called it the family shower. It had two shower nozzles and a big shower area and stuff like that. So, yep, there's a, there's a few of those. Um, right. Another really another really cool thing with these uh, truck stop apps is uh, parking. Pilot and Flying J, the only thing you can check from their app is how many spaces they have available. Uh, you can't – it's not like a direct thing. You press it, and it goes to the website, and they give you the whole list, and you got to scroll down and look, and you can see how many, you know, reserve spaces they have available, uh, which is kind of a pain, so hopefully they'll make that better. But TA Petro, right there from the app, it shows you how many reserve spaces they have, how many they have available, and you can book your reserve space right there from the app without making a phone call, which is really awesome. I love that. So Yeah, um, yeah, I do. Yeah, I definitely love that too. Um, now, now I completely forgot what I was going to say. Uh, yeah, the, oh, uh, that, that, that's that, definitely a huge benefit. Go ahead, go ahead. That PA that's got that uh, family shower, uh, husband wife shower, whatever you want to call it, is the Beto Junction TA I thirty five exit one fifty five. Really, really nice, big, what they call their family shower. So if you're a husband and wife team, boyfriend, girlfriend team, whatever, that's a nice one to check out. Uh, So there you go for that. And, um, yeah, and parking, all you do from the app is you just hit parking. You have to have your loyalty card linked to the app, which is easy to do. And then you just hit, you know, reserve it, and you log in. And uh, you can even do it as a guest if you don't have the loyalty card you got to enter in all your information, but you can still do it without the loyalty card. And then you just, you know, pay for the space, and you're good to go. You don't have to make a phone call or anything. It's pretty awesome. Absolutely. Oh, I, yeah, I was just sitting there playing with the app. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess you mentioned that, that, that they fit, they have fixed it on the Pilot Flying J app. Uh, that Yeah, now that it takes you to the website and that. Yeah, as soon as you hit the parking on the pilot, the parking is, is still better because um, you can do it right from right. there. But yeah, you can reserve a space from the pilot app. It's just it takes a little longer because you have to. You can't like go right. from You have to scroll through all of the all of the stores and find the one that you want. So yeah, right. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. I'm trying to find the, uh, the parking. I can't even find it now, but anyways. Yeah, well, it showed, it showed me, the, yeah, it showed me the parking on one, uh, like 278 spaces at the one that's right down the street from here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably so. for it. But anyways, um. But. Yeah, it does not show. Um, it does not show how full it is or anything like that. Right. So, so the, anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving on. Uh, more technology that makes our life easier on the road. One of my favorite apps uh, that makes my life, huh? 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I thought you were going to say something. One of my favorite apps that makes my life so much easier uh, out here on the road when it comes to getting paid, which, of course, is the most important part. Why in the world would you do this if you weren't going to get paid? But anyways, the TransFlow app. Most companies use TransFlow for you to submit your paperwork. Um, and before they came out with the app, well, I'll go one step before, and we'll even go even, even uh, further back. Russ will tell you a story about it. But before they came out with the app, you had to take all your paperwork inside the truck stop and stand there in front of the scanner and scan all your paper paperwork into the scanner. I don't even know how to use the dang thing because I've never used it. I've always used the app. It's fantastic. What I do is as soon as I get to my delivery and I'm ready to leave, I got my signed paperwork. Before I leave, I take all the paperwork. I fill out my cover sheet. I go through all the steps on the app. It takes me less than a minute to get the stuff to go through, and then I'm done. I don't have to worry about getting paid. I throw my paperwork away, and, you know, I go on with my life. It's fantastic. Russ, you can talk about the way and you get before it. we had the app. Yeah. Well, and you get an email backup on that, you know, when you send right. that Which in. Right, why I throw the paperwork uh, that, away. Yeah. yeah, well, uh, yeah, exactly. Um you know, uh, you know, in a couple of times that I've been asked for paperwork, you know, I say, okay, what date did I deliver the load? And they'll say, give me, they'll give me a date. I go back in there and look right through my email, and because I've got a, I got a box where I keep all of that, and you know, I can pull it up now. There may be four or five loads in there because I may have run four mm-hmm. or five loads that day, but you know, I can find yeah. it really quick. Right. But yeah, um, and I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure uh, the old school guys out here remember putting, um, um, well, before uh, these nice little apps and uh, uh, being able to scan in paperwork, uh, you know, with TransFlow and that, uh, we had trip pack. And mm-hmm. we would have trip pack envelopes. And you yep. take, and once you got your signed bills, you put it in a trip pack envelope and then. Um, You'd get to a truck stop and you would drop it in a trip pack box. And mm-hmm. some of the big companies, uh, and Snyder was one of them. I think Snyder, JB Hunt, I don't remember who all was doing it, but they actually had their own boxes set at truck stops that um, you'd pull up there and you'd see the little orange Snyder box sitting on the ground, and you would uh, they had their own envelope, and you would drop your bills in that box and somebody would come by, I don't know, ever so often and collect them and yep. ship them all, ship them all in by mail, you know? So I don't know mm-hmm. how long it took them to get, uh, you know, to get bills in, um, you know, especially if you had a driver that didn't get by one of those boxes. Uh, you know, now as soon as, you know, I deliver a load or you deliver a load, um, well, a bunch of us, I know that do this, you know, we instantly, we instantly send it. Boom! It's done. It's over with. You know, yep. uh, they've got their they've got their paperwork, and we don't have to worry about getting paid because they've got their paperwork. Exactly. <clears throat> I actually remember the. But uh, yeah. That's what trip, trip pack I, is what we used when I first got started. The lovely yellow boxes at all the all the truck stops. You had to uh, fill out the envelope, which was basically the same as the cover sheet, only you had to put in more information. You put all your paperwork inside the envelope, you seal it, you drop it in the box. If I remember correctly, we had to have the paperwork in by Friday in order to get paid the next Tuesday because that's how that's what our payday was, was on Tuesday. So once you submitted your paperwork, it took you over a week to get paid. With the TransFlow app, if you have your paperwork submitted by Monday before midnight, or you deliver your load Monday before midnight or 2300, you'll get paid that Friday. So rather than like eight, nine, ten days or whatever it was with TripAct, now it's like four. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing where uh, technology is. Yeah, it's amazing where technology has taken us, um, you know, from doing that to, uh, 
um, to this, even uh, well, you know, uh, well, let, let's go, let's go old school with CB. I mean, you know, almost nobody. Uh, there's still a few. Uh, there's almost nobody that runs a, a CB radio anymore. Um, mm-hmm. You know, um, I've got one, two. I got three ham. I got three ham radios in here now. One of them I can I can go over and I can listen on the CB frequencies when something's going on. Um, but uh, you know, now you know if there's accidents on the highway or so on and so forth. You know, used to that's kind of how a truck driver got their information. Uh, mm-hmm. Now. Uh, you know, our GPS will tell. Uh, well, you know, will tell you. You know, there's there's an accident. There's construction. There's, um, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, a slowdown. Uh, they'll, you know, they'll reroute us around that stuff. You know, here's a better way to go. Yep. Uh, you know, I, there's been several times when I'll say, you know, if you go this way, you know, you'll save five minutes or ten minutes or thirty minutes or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, and like I said, I still go over there and listen. Like I said, I don't actually have the CB in the truck anymore. Like I said, I can go over there and I'll listen. And, um, but, um, I mean, I got turned off with all the foul language and crap that was constantly on there. Um, yeah. and hate and discontent. But, yeah, I mean, so, you know, they basically got replaced by, uh, cell phones and GPS. Yep. That is true. So here's one of my favorite pieces that has come up that has been, I'm sure, a job saver, a license saver for a lot of drivers, dash cams. I love, I love dash cams. Now, sometimes dash cams will bite people in the butt because they're doing stuff that they're not supposed to be doing. But, I mean, that's a good thing because you don't want anybody getting away with something they shouldn't be get, getting away with. But the reason I love them is because if I get into an accident, I don't have to worry about the other driver making stuff up, you know, and the cop believing them over me. I got video evidence of what happened. So I don't know how long dash cams have been uh, in trucks. It's been a while. I don't know when the whole dash cam thing became really popular, uh, but they've been around for a good long time. And uh, I've never had to use one. I hope I never do. But I like that it's there. Yeah, I, I love that it's there. Uh, yeah, I think you have a dash cam story. I don't know if you want to tell it or not. I wouldn't throw everybody under the bus with it, but um yeah i have um i have one i'll tell uh it was a company driver and he had spent the money um to put in a pretty elaborate system in his truck he he had four or five cameras um he had two hanging on his mirrors uh facing backwards um i think two out the front of the dash i think he had one pointing it down in his gauges i don't, I, I don't remember what all the system was but anyway uh long story short uh, a car was trying to merge on the highway. He couldn't move over, and the car bounced off the trailer, bounced off of Jersey barriers, bounced off the trailer, bounced off Jersey barriers or K rails, which it depends on which end of the country you are in. But anyway, uh, you know, he pulled over. They called the police, and you know, of course, the the car said that you know the truck had ran all over him, and he just let him talk. And he finally said, "Would you like to see the video of what happened?" Yeah. And uh, but you know, w- w- without the video backup. He'd have been in trouble, mm-hmm. uh, or, you know, or probably been in trouble. And yeah, um, and then, you know, had video proof of exact of what happened. But go ahead. Yeah, exactly. And then on the flip side, uh, there was a guy that I, I'm sorry, I don't know who he was, I don't know his name, um, but this this dash cam has has made its way around, and this video has made its way around, and the story has made its way around. So I heard a story earlier this week about a guy who got fired because he got into an accident and he had a dash cam video that was going to vindicate him and show everybody that he was completely in the right and there's uh, there's no way that accident was his fault. <laughs> so I saw the video 
And I was like, oh, my God, you've got to be kidding me. Okay, so I don't know where exactly it was, but it was in the snow and the ice. It was in March, so it must have been in the northwest. So he was driving in the snow and the ice. It was nighttime. It was about 4 o'clock in the morning, so the sun had not come up yet. So there's snow and ice on the road. The only lane that had been plowed was the right lane. The left lane was almost completely snow-covered. This guy is driving between 60 and 67 miles an hour back and forth, passing trucks, <laughs> driving in these. He's coming around a bend at about 60, 30 or so, something like that, way faster than he should have been going. And the truck in the right lane comes over in the left lane, and he plows into him. And he got fired. And But the funniest part about this thing was he sent the video in thinking it would vindicate him, which is hilarious. It's like, <laughs> I was amazed. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a little cranial rectal inversion. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> oh, we have a caller on the line who's got a, a comment about uh, traffic alerts. So we got Josh in Ohio. Oh, okay. Oh, hey, I Josh, thought well, he was. Okay. Hey, uh, I just wanted to talk about the uh, the Google alerts. I get those on my phone when uh, when I'm driving through on, on like the Ohio, Ohio Turnpike or something. I'll get an alert on my phone when I'm a few miles out mm-hmm. or or whatnot, and it'll tell me right. if there's if there's a backup and how long to expect and all that, and it'll count down until I get there. Which is a which is very useful, and right. especially out east. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and then another one was the Google Maps, the satellite view on Google mm-hmm. Maps. I don't use it for truck for routing because of the truck versus car routing. But right. for looking up the uh, the our uh, Chinese and stuff, it's just it's that it helped us. Oh man, I would I would I don't. I don't know. It, it really helps a lot. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for mentioning that. I forgot to mention it. We talked about it on another show. But, yeah, absolutely. I love that when it comes to Google, the satellite view, looking at customers to see, yeah. Yeah. you know, what kind of a dock they have and stuff like that, or if it's a if it's a tight area or a big area. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah we do New York City a lot, and that Google Maps, I mean, it, oh, man. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I have no doubt. But all right. I'm allergic to New York City. <laughs> yeah, Russ is allergic to New York City. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. yeah I, I'm allergic. That was I'm great. Allergic. I forgot about that. I'm allergic to. Yeah, I'm allergic to New Jersey, New York, that that whole area. <laughs> Actually, I'm about as far east as I like to go right now. I don't usually go too much right. farther east than I am right now. So yeah, which would be Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So Don't that would go too much further east than this. Exactly. I mean, I've been all the way out to Maine. It doesn't really bother me. Uh, I don't really care. <laughs> but uh, you know, Chiefs. Uh, but good tip on the Google traffic and the Google satellite view. Forgot to mention that, but that is another piece of technology that is very helpful and makes our life easier out on the road. <clears throat> and um, dash cams, you can go in for like a hundred bucks. Could save your license, could save your job. Uh, so I would recommend getting one for sure. Um, you can go out on different websites and stuff and uh, figure out what the best one is. I've heard that Garmin has the best uh, dash cam. Rush, you would know you got a Garmin GP uh, dash cam, right? Right, yeah. Now, uh, this is an older one. Actually, they still sell it. It's still readily available. Uh, but it does excellent video. This is a Garmin 20. Um, it's got a G-Shock sensor in it, um, GPS. Uh, it shows how fast I'm, you know, how fast I'm moving. Um, and, um, you know, it gives an actual GPS location on a map if something happened. Matter of fact, I set it off today. I, I actually dropped it. Was moving stuff around, and yeah, it said, uh, an, "What does it say? An incident has been recorded, or I, I don't remember exactly what it says." But um, 
but yeah, it's great. I mean, you have to turn the you have to turn the shock sensor up a little bit, you know, because the trucks ride kind of rough. But I mean, it it works great. And actually, looking at the video, um, it's it's awesome. It, it takes really, really, really good pictures. And uh, I'm trying to remember, I, I talked to a guy the other day, and I, I'm trying. I think he said the Garmin 30 or 35, which is a newer one that's come out. Uh, basically, just like the one I've got, except it's got a lot bigger screen in it. Um, I'm not sure uh, what other technology. I haven't gone and researched any of it yet, but uh, uh, yeah, there's that. And there's uh, the multicam systems are now getting to where they're pretty reasonable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm seeing yep. more and more and more trucks uh, with multicam systems on them. Um, mm-hmm. I got a feeling that's going to be kind of the wave of the future. Um, you oh, know, yeah. all these trucks are going to, you know, I mean, we're, we're tired of getting beat on by lawyers. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, and so, you know, cover your butt. CYA. CYA. Get a little more colorful. Exactly. Yeah, CYA. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, uh, Garmin makes uh, a good dash cam. I spent a little extra money, and I actually got the fancy-dancy Garmin GPS that has the dash cam built in. That's $500. Of course, you have the, the GPS and the dash cam in one device, which is really nice. So, I mean, it, it all depends on how much you want to spend, but you can get it for as little as 100 bucks, and it's totally worth the money. You can save your job or your license or some money, you know, whatever. It will prove that you were in the right if you were in the right for sure. So um, something else that makes our life easier out here on the road uh, makes it so we can do a lot more things like like people driving around in RVs, um, inverters. And uh, inverters do make our life easy, but uh, they're not um, dummy proof. You need to make sure you know what you're doing when you're using them. And Russ, I know you had an inverter story. Uh, yeah, I have an inverter story. I wonder if Becky wants to come on and tell her inverter story. <laughs> uh, may, may, maybe I should just throw her under the bus with the inverters. Um, yeah, hey, yeah, you know, and and Becky's no idiot by by any means, uh, but. Um, you know, it, when you start to mess with, especially these bigger inverters, if you don't know what you're doing, go pay somebody to, you know, have it put in and have it done right. I ran into a girl here not too long ago that I don't remember if it was an 800 or if it was an 1,000 or what. But um, anyway, she had it hooked up on a cigarette lighter plug. And yeah, I had a little discussion with her and explained to her how it should be hooked up and what gauge wire. And she's like, well, I don't understand any of that. And I was like, well, this on this cigarette lighter plug is going to cause you an issue. I'm surprised it hasn't melted yet. So don't know who fixed it up that way for her, But anyway, I was like, yeah, this is not good. You know, they they make some little 300s that do okay off the cigarette lighter plug. They still, I've seen some of those actually still get warm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, when you get the big ones, um, you know, definitely get the proper wire. Um, and, matter of fact, I think the one that I just put in uh, Becky's truck for was, um, I don't remember, I don't remember if it's four gauge or two gauge. It may be two that's on it. Uh but, yeah, you know, get the right wires, get them run correctly, get everything grounded correctly. Um, yeah, don't be plugging them, you know, plugging these big ones into the cigarette lighter, and, you know, it's a good way to burn your truck up, um, catch on fire. And, and, you know, and some companies don't even allow that, uh, you know, don't allow inverters in their truck, you know, at all, except maybe, you know, they may allow a little 150 or something like that, something that's that you could run a laptop from, but. Um. Yeah, definitely get it wired up right, and uh, and, and then don't overload them. Um, you know, don't try to plug in an air conditioner, an arc welder, um, you know, <laughs> your coffee pot, your microwave, your you know, don't plug a whole bunch of hydro and power stuff in there and try to run it all at the same time. Uh, you know, it's hard on the alternator. Um. It's hard on uh yeah, it's hard on your batteries. 
um, you know, run one high power thing at a time and either have your truck idling or have your APU running. And even uh, I've even noticed I've got the little 65 watt uh, alternator on the APU. And if I'm cooking for a long period of time and pulling a lot of power, uh, I may actually have to turn off what I'm cooking because I'm actually uh, getting low voltage uh, warnings uh, from, you know, from my batteries. So, yeah, I mean, uh, you you can really, really drain the system and, and tear up some alternators and stuff, if, you know, if you don't have all this stuff done right. So, by all means, um, if you don't understand it, um, you know, find somebody uh, who does. And Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Pay somebody. Mm-hmm. It's uh, worth it. You don't want to burn your truck down. And it's possible, and it's been up. So, yeah, be careful. Yes, and matter of fact, I'm sure Becky's fixing to have me wire AC outlets in her truck, so. Right, right, yeah, that would be nice. Um, yeah. yeah. For sure. Because you got AC outlets in your truck, right? Yes, I do. Yes, and and, and it's, it's, you know, it's simple to do. Basically, you're building an extension cord, but, you know, you're putting the, you know, putting the AC outlet on the wall somewhere and, you know, I can run the cords and, you know, down to my inverters and what have you. And I've got some heavy cords, you know, I'm, I'm right. using heavier, yeah. you know, heavy gauge wire and, and wiring it all up and, um, and what have you. But yeah, yeah, I've got the plugs. So, which is really yeah. nice, you know, I mean, if I want to plug something in, it's, you know, I've got plugs wired on both sides of my truck in strategic locations. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, Four that's, that's awesome that. to do. Yeah. Yeah, poor man's version of that would be to plug a power strip into your inverter, which is what I have. Right. Right. So, um, and even with, the, even with the, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say even with the power strip, um, huh? yeah, even with the power strip, uh, make sure you get the you know the heavier ones and you know don't over, overload them. Right. Exactly. Yeah, don't, way to, don't you know burn just something. Because it has up. five plugs doesn't mean you need, you need to use all five plugs. Yeah. So right, be exactly. smart. <laughs> so um, one of the last things I wanted to talk about, uh, since we only have a few minutes left in the show, is stuff that makes our lives driving down the road a lot of times on straight stretches, and uh, you know you got to be entertained. You can't just. Uh, spend the time staring at the road uh before all we had was the radio and you know you had to keep tuning and keep tuning and keep tuning and keep finding the station to listen to now they have come out with Sirius XM satellite radio which i think everybody should get it's the actual i think it's like what twenty dollars a month something like that it's pretty cheap yeah it's yeah I don't know if you're on your headset or not, but it sounds like you're cutting out pretty bad. Keep going. Is that better? Yeah, that's better. Okay, sorry. Yeah, what is it, like 15 or $20 a month for the Sirius XM? Something like that? Uh, yeah, I don't know because I pay for uh, uh, what uh, two, two, three. I think I pay for three. So I and I don't remember yeah, what well, it is because I pay. I think I I think I pay yearly, so I don't remember what it breaks down to a month. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't pretty, know. I'd have to go and back and. Yeah, I yeah, remember. Yeah, it's pretty it, cheap. It's less yeah. than twenty dollars. The most expensive part is getting the uh, Sirius XM antenna, which really isn't all that much. I just bought one. I think it's like fifty dollars to get the antenna, so it's not that expensive, and it's definitely awesome having all those channels for sure. And uh, so, yeah, you got Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Uh, there's a great uh, company out there called Audible. Uh, they have audiobooks that you can download to your phone. They actually have an app where you can download audiobooks to your phone and listen to them while you're driving. Um, there was a, yeah. Uh, you can do educational books, which I highly recommend. They're uh, are actually some lists of some books that I'm going to be posting if anybody's interested in educational books. Uh, they have like loads of entertainment books, which are fantastic. And uh, they even have like educational courses that you can take through Audible. 
So it's it's pretty awesome. I mean, you can use it to learn. You can use it to entertain. Um, I would recommend both because I think we need both. Um, and uh, listen to it all through the magic of Bluetooth. That's another piece of technology that makes our lives easier. Uh, whether you have a Bluetooth radio and you can sync your phone to your radio and have it play through the speakers, or you have a Bluetooth headset, you know, you're allowed to listen to a headset while you're going down the road. That is legal. Um, and it's just, it, I, I absolutely, absolutely love it. I listen to Audible and Sirius all the time. As a matter of fact, i got to buy an antenna because I'm in a different truck now that doesn't have a Sirius antenna, so I have to buy one. But I'm definitely going to get one here pretty soon because I absolutely love it. Sounds like you don't have any wiring on your truck again. Probably. I'm going to make you take my truck apart, yeah. put some wiring in. Do it right the first time this time. How do your shoddy work? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. For, yeah, my shoddy work. Yeah. Anyway, I, I okay, tell you what, I'll do your I'm truck gonna, and come over and fix my for you. Hey, I'm going to butt in here for a minute and talk about technology because I have some cutting-edge technology now. I don't okay. know We're in trouble. if it was Melissa or if it was Russ that did the wiring, but I have to have the lights on for the radio to work. And sometimes <laughs> if you open the door, the radio will start playing. I know. So that, that awesome. my friends, is cutting-edge <laughs> technology. Yeah, about. Melissa did it. I don't know what he did when he wired that radio, but it's crazy. It is. It is absolutely nutty as a fruitcake. <laughs> yeah. You have to have yeah. the lights on know, for I, the radio to work. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I know. It's cra- Hey, it's crazy. Uh, all I did was take cut the old plug off and wire the new plug directly to where the old plug was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So obviously I need to pull out uh, a multimeter and start checking voltages and where stuff's wired because somebody before mm-hmm. me obviously wired that incorrectly. That's right. Always you know, all I did is follow. Hey, I gotta throw somebody under the bus. <laughs> I mean, you've seen what all I've got. Wi- you've seen what all I've got wired in my truck, and it functions. It works. Yeah, I. I know, I know. You're you're good. You do an excellent job, but man, that radio is uh, fruity. Yeah, I know that. That's the that's the craziest thing I've ever seen. I, yeah, oh, and you can be has, listening. The, uh, yeah, you can be listening to the radio, and if you dare to hit the marker lights to thank somebody for letting you over, radio's gone until you turn up the dash lights. And then it'll come back on. That's actually so. new. It it must have just started doing that just so that's that's a new thing. I think your truck has gremlins. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. think it's only got what seventeen computers in it or something. I think your truck has gremlins. Yeah. I'm telling you. Probably. Well um, <laughs> But I yeah. I just wanted to kick that in there because it is pretty funny. Yeah, that's that's Yeah, it's funny. hilarious. Like that was a new one. Yeah, when uh, when we get some time together, I will uh, pull that back out of the dash and put my meter on it and see if we can't get something figured out. Even if I have to completely rewire something correctly uh, to make it work. Right. But yeah, we we will we yep. will get something figured out. <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah. I guarantee if right. I was in that truck, I'd already ripped it out. <laughs> right. So we have pretty much hit the end of the show, so I'm going to go ahead and close it out. Um, I would like to invite everybody to go check out our Facebook page. Uh, It is Trucking 101 on Audio Road. You can go search that on Facebook and give us a like if you have not already. Um, If you are an experienced driver, please share our podcast with new drivers. There is on the Facebook page, Trucking 101 on Audio Road which would make it easier for you to share all the podcasts, including ours. So please help us get the word out. You can also reach us through Let's Truck at 855-800-FUEL or email support at letstruck.com. Uh, the other podcast 
that are on the Audio Road Network is uh, Sunday night is Rolling Toe with Mike and Kevin Beckett. Excellent educational show and um, very funny as well. Mike's, Mike's a very funny guy and he knows a lot, so check that show out. Um, Tuesdays is Trucking with Authority with host Kenny Long at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern. Wednesdays is Rates and Lanes with Rico Muhammad, also at 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, Broker Connect on Mondays. Power Hour on Tuesdays. And Destination Health on Wednesdays, all at 1 p.m. Loads of great information on the Audio Road Network. So go to our Facebook page, and there's a link there that you can check out, or you can check out a link at uh, letstruck.com slash audio road. So thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll hope you call in again next week. Good night.